Hello again, awesomers. It is me, your old buddy, Steve Simonson. That's right. You recognize the voice and certainly the attitude. Uh, it's me talking about awesomers.com, episode number 225. And the already initiated know this, but for the benefit of those uninitiated, just pop on over to awesomers.com slash 225 and you'll see today's show notes and details. It's that simple. Really, anybody can do it. How do I know? Because I can do it. Uh, we're, we're not uh, done yet with our Axiom mini-series, and today we're covering Axiom number 10, and it is pithy. It's fast. Uh, oh, I've already given away 50% of the Axiom, everybody, with that. Uh, but I, I do want to say that it's one of the most important lessons that I've learned in business over these, these years, and uh, dare I say, low these many years, as I enjoy saying. Uh, this my 30 plus year in business, right? I've been doing this an awful long time and more than 20 years in e-commerce. I uh, got my roots under me in 1998 with my official first e-commerce sale and my first website in 96. Uh, and technically I was a, a nerd in high school and was on CompuServe and AOL and those types of things in the 80s. Also running my own bulletin board, a BBS for those elderly folks like myself. In the 80s, can you believe it? With a 300 baud modem, everybody. Uh, although I did upgrade to a 1200 baud modem. So, you know, I had all the best technology in 1983. So today's Axiom 10. Let's get to it. I've already given you a hint. The Axiom is fail fast. Now, this one, I, I fear that people say this word all the time or they see it on Instagram or they're like, oh, I fail fast. Bah, bah, bah. Right? It's very trite. It's easy to say, but I'm not sure that people really listen. And when I say fail fast, I mean don't be afraid to make mistakes. Now, I want you to know that all these axioms do work together, even if there's an appearance of conflict. So earlier we've talked about, you know, the 3D decision-making process, right, data-driven decisions, and we've talked about I don't know nothing about nothing, and we've talked about I'm getting tired of being right all the time. These are related axioms, but... Sometimes we just need to make instinct decisions, gut feels, data-driven decisions, whatever they are, and then go as fast as we can to figure out if we're right or wrong. Don't delay. Don't dilly-dally. And failing fast will give you a number of incremental revolutions on the tri-wheel that will put you ahead of your competitors. Uh, for big businesses, they, they need to make decisions more slowly. And they need to be more considered. In those decisions so you'll hear Jeff Bezos talking about you know if he just makes you know one or two or even three decisions in a day that's a pretty good day for you know a big uh, CEO of his caliber and stature and and kind of responsibility but for most of us with startups or small e-commerce organizations uh, or even as managers of uh, various departments we need to make decisions fast right let's hire somebody um, let's do our very best on the hiring process, but let's not turn it into a, you know, 10 week process. Let's get it going. And if it doesn't work, you know, we set proper expectations. We coach through throughout the deal. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. No hard feelings. Let's move on. And I can tell you that that is really part of our hiring strategy is we will often hire, you know, two or three people, um, even four people for a role where we may need only one or two. And if we're happy enough to come out with superstars across the board, great. But with certain areas and certain positions, 
sometimes you got to work through, uh, separate the wheat from the chaff, as the, the old saying goes. And that includes sometimes HR. It, it also includes outsourcing and gig stuff. I had a conversation with one of my partners today about, you know, Fiverr and Upwork and these types of things. And they're like, oh, I've had, you know, bad results with those. And I go, yeah, yeah, 33% of the time you will have bad results. What's the question, right? It's like you have to do enough of this and fail fast enough to get to the 66% that can be good. And that is a, it's a real standard line. You're going to have a bunch of agencies, gig workers, outsourcers, insourcers, employees, partners, yourself. There's just some percentage of the efforts that are going to fall flat. And the faster you do that, the faster you can get onto the good stuff. This goes for merchandising, you know, picking a product and just making a decision and testing it. This goes for marketing, right? I'm going to make this spend or make this decision or make this campaign. You know, it goes right into the tactics of that advertising spend. It goes for HR. It goes for finance. It goes for supply chain and logistics. Just fail as fast as you can. Now, try not to bet the farm on every decision. That's part of being uh, prudent in your decision making. And rarely are those decisions even possible, right? If you're planning on launching products and you're betting the farm on that brand new product, maybe you're going in a little too heavy, right? Maybe you need to scale it back a little bit and be thoughtful. Like, well, like I'll give you an example on merchandising. When you launch a new product, it's very unlikely that that version one will be the same as version two. In other words, the first time you order, there's gonna be some change or perhaps even series of changes you make to the product or the packaging or the color or the snap or the fastener or the logo or the whatever, some range of things on that product that you're gonna change on the next order. You know, call that 1.1, for example. So why go in super heavy, right? Don't try to uh, imagine that this is the one time I got it perfect. Fail fast, just you know, kind of make it, prove the concept, and then get better and better and better. And in almost every case that I can imagine, when we are incrementally making a lot of decisions, you know, 10, 15% are probably not great decisions, but they're not showstoppers. The, the middle, right, whatever it is, let's call it, um, you know, 60%, 70%, they're okay, right? They're kind of just nominal, just doing business getting by, but you're probably going to eke out another 10 to 15% at the top that are really great decisions. And as small businesses, we have to be on that production treadmill of decision-making. So you've got to fail fast. That means embracing failure. That means, you know, having, you know, mistake Mondays and celebrating everybody's mistakes. So they, that your culture of your company is not punishing people for mistakes right? They shouldn't make mistakes again and again. They shouldn't bet the farm. They shouldn't go outside of the guardrails you put in place in terms of company controls. But you should allow them to make mistakes, even when it costs you money. And you should say, hey, high five. I'm glad we got that knowledge so quick because failure is not lost money. It's now experience. And if you as a company have an institutional method of capturing that knowledge in your, you know, your knowledge base, your SOPs or whatever, then your team and your organization can learn and grow from it. So that, in fact, investment, it will have dividends. Failing fast is not just that trite little, you know, stupid Instagram stuff. It's being willing to take risks and knowing that not everything will pay off and being able to say, you know what, uh, especially this is true, by the way, to your, your colleagues and your teammates, 
when you are the manager or owner or entrepreneur and you're hiring people, especially in Asia, but this is true in North America and, and you know, Western Europe and, and really anywhere, South America, Africa, nobody wants to, to make a mistake. Nobody wants to get in trouble. And so I have recordings of me interviewing people where I'm like, hey, uh, I really want you to make mistakes. What kind of mistakes can you come and make over here? Right. And they're, you know, especially in the Philippines or India or Pakistan or China, they're like, oh, I, I'm not going to make mistakes. Right. They think I'm trying to trick them. I'm like, no, no, it's okay. I want you to make mistakes. I just want you to know making mistakes is okay. I want you to think about it, be thoughtful, learn critical decision making, learn the institutional knowledge we have here. And then if it doesn't work out, just learn the lesson and don't keep making the same mistake again and again. Failing fast can be an organizational advantage that gives you the opportunity to excel against your competition and position you for the best outcome, whether you're selling the business or growing the business or, you know, rolling up into a, you know, an empire and going public or whatever it is. That's, in my opinion, what you need. So, you know, your guardrails need to be in place so that people are not making such mistakes that, that cripple your business and, and take you out or get you suspended from Amazon or, you know, those types of things. But otherwise, give them a little bit of room to run. And don't think that you know the best, right? Give them that opportunity. And even yourself accept fails from time to time. You go, well, we gave it a go. Because sometimes for every you know, fail you get, you're probably going to get a good decision if your decision machine is running fast enough. So that's axiom 10, everybody. Axiom 10, fail fast. Not the trite Instagram uh kind of uh, silly version, but the really thoughtful, yeah, this is a good thing. Mistake Mondays, you know, could be your new favorite uh, holiday and where you just help everybody embrace the the opportunity that says, you know what, this, this is what I did. It didn't work out great, but I learned a great lesson and now we're better because of it. That's really important for uh, you and for your team. Uh, learn it fast. Uh, that's it, everybody. Episode number 225, awesomers.com slash 225. You can find the show notes and details and things like that. And this would be a good time for you to go and leave that long review. If you haven't left it yet and you've heard me begging already for five-star reviews, you've heard my podcast more than one time, especially if you've heard it multiple times and you haven't left me a review, I just ask you, I'll do a Biden impression. Come on, man. Come on. Right? Uh, I won't bother with other impressions because they're not that good. But I, I would just say to you, do me a favor. Go leave a review. And by the way, if you hate it, don't leave me a review. Uh, well, you could send me an email, though, and just say, hey, Steve, you're terrible. I don't like you. Everything you say is dumb. But if you like it, then uh, share the love. Spread the word and uh, share it with your friends. The Facebooks and the Twitters and the whatever they are out there, uh, kids, uh, you know what to do. Let's get it done. Let's make Steve happy. That's really all of our goals, isn't it? Maybe that should be a new axiom. Make Steve happy. That's it, everybody. Axiom 10 all done. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.